Hey, hey y'all. Welcome back to Cups of Anxiety. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm your other host, Autumn. Today, we have a special guest. I've been wanting this man to be on our podcast <laughs> for like Good over hell. a year, bro. <laughs> we have my man, Quang Vu. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Super happy to be here. And Michelle is correct. I have put her through the ringer with excuses, and now I have no more excuses except just to show up. You're here now. You are um, trapped. Cleared yeah. up. <laughs> Wait, trapped? Yeah, you're trapped. My doors are locked. <laughs> it's getting spicy this episode, y'all. Alrighty. Um, so you'll see why we have him as a guest today. Autumn, what's the tea? The tea is ginger honey chrysanthemum, but actually. The realty will be about reclaiming our Asian names. Side note, I do not have one of those because um, my mom just didn't love me. But <laughs> these two do. So Wait, I just want to comment. Okay, I want to comment on Autumn's name really quick. Okay, Autumn's name is Autumn. We know that. But her name, if it were hypothetically Vietnamese, would have been Tu. Yes. Right? Mo Tu, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, um, I just asked my my cousins this because my aunt is named too but she was born in the spring (laughs) she told me this earlier and it highly irritated me because my mom's whole thing of naming me autumn was because you were born autumn well yeah it was very last minute like she didn't like you know how a lot of moms are like oh i'm gonna pre-name my babies these are the names i'd want if this was a girl if this was a boy my mom didn't do that she just kind of waited until delivery and when they had asked her what they wanted to name me, boom, that was like the first thing. She was like, it's about. Autumn. Let's name her Autumn. <laughs> I'm not overthinking this. Like. <laughs> Literally. Um, okay. So, Quang, what is your relationship with your name and how you basically told the world about it? Yeah. Um, starting off with the easy questions. Um, my relationship with my name was one that my mom gave me. So my name is Quang. Um, that, uh, is what I tell folks because that, that is the Americanized pronunciation, right? Like there's the Vietnamese pronunciation. I don't tell that to my coworkers cause they're like, I don't even know where to pronounce that. Um, and there was a period of time, which I think you, Michelle knew that I had gone by Q. Yes. Um, and I had made this choice because, man, we're going to get into the deep end. Deep. Um, I had (laughs) made this choice because I wanted to show that I was assimilating. Right. Like, it's a big, it's a big, it's a big thing in the Asian community to do that. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, you name your child, like their first name an American name, but you keep the last name as like Vietnamese or wherever you're from. Um, and so for me, I knew that people were already tripping over my name as it was. And then I think the other th- decision, um, that came up for me when I decided to go by Q, um, and this was mostly in undergrad as well, was because I had felt like there were already so many weird things about me as an Asian person and as a queer person. 
and as someone who didn't have like your stereotypical like education track like I was hopping all over the place with my degree and so in my mind I was like here's one less weird thing I'm going to like have to wear and that is my name Mm. and I had just like told myself that and wore this identity for like several years until the moment came where people who knew me as Quang, you know, you guys, and then people who knew me as Q started meeting with each other and they're like, who are you talking about? Right. <laughs> I know a Quang. Who's Q? Who's <laughs> yeah. Quang? They're just yeah. like, well, I know a Q and that's him. And so... It's like, well, I'm not lying. No, I think I think I tagged along to one of your, like, maybe your... Oh, it was like, it was your birthday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And someone kept referring to you as Q and I was like, who's that? <laughs> That's me. And she was like the birthday boy. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so would you say that like branding yourself as Q, because I know that you said there were a lot of other things that were perceived about you that was weird. Was branding yourself as Q like a thing that was one thing that you wanted to be slightly more palatable to, I guess, others to like dilute your weirdness a little? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think if we were to go one layer below what I'm calling weirdness, yeah, I think right there is shame. Oh. And that shame is perhaps correlated to my inability to see value in stepping into my own, like, cultural upbringing. Mm. Oh. And so that switch never turned on when I decided to go by Q. I think that switch came on when moments like this happened, right? Like the Quang and the Q world like collided. And then um, it was like, I'm now having to answer like, well, why did you change your name? There was nothing wrong with your name. Mm -hmm. Like friends who genuinely cared asked these questions. And then I think one friend said to me like, Barack Obama, like, went and ran for his campaign, and he didn't say, oh, call me, like, B.O., like, (laughs) like, let's keep it short, you guys. He said, Barack Obama, like, that is how you're going to pronounce my name. And it was, like, he was in such a public space and was able to own it, and I'm like, here's my little world and my little corner of life what's the real reason why I can't own this? And what is the truth that I'm running from that I need to accept in order to own it? Wow. Yeah, I was telling Autumn, like, if people can pronounce Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Swarovski, Crystal, I'm pretty sure I kind of just butchered that. But, like, you know, if they can make the effort to even say it wrong, Mm -hmm. like those, like how I kind of just said Swarovski, I can't even really say that word. But, like, if I can make that effort to say those words, why can't I make the effort to say Quang? Like, if I was not a Vietnamese person, you know? You know, 100%. as Quang was talking about, you know, his friends that knew him as Q and then his friends that knew him as Quang, I'm like, this is like that Hannah Montana episode where, like, Miley, like, <laughs> fucking just takes off her wig. <laughs> and it's just like, this is me. Well, I this promise is all you I was me. not inspired by Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had a similar, uh, well, it's not very much similar, but I, I also have a Vietnamese name. Um, my name is, or my Vietnamese name is Nhuc Ha, and that is probably not the best 
pronunciation of it but um growing up i hated that name because one i didn't fluently speak vietnamese so i didn't know the meaning of it and then two when my when i did get to an age where i could ask like what's the meaning of it and like appreciating that my unappreciative ass did not um because my mom had named me after her favorite singer at the time and um I had like a resentment against my mom. So I was like, nah, I'm just disowning my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> and so my dumbass literally made myself a new middle name. Like, I was like, yeah, I have a legal middle name, but like, don't call me that. My name is Mi Tan. And I was like, no reason, no reason. I just, I don't know why I picked those two names. Um, and then like, if you notice now, this is... Well, my cat has something to say, apparently. Mochi knows why. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when I sign things right now, my signature is actually me writing me Tan Hun. And, which is funny because it's not even my fucking name. But look, nobody will ever fucking write my signature because it's not even my real name. So, anyways, but so I ran with that identity for so long. It wasn't until a few years ago, really. That when people start asking me like, hey, do you have a middle name? Because I do go by Michelle because that's literally my legal first name. But, for example, when Vietnamese family members would be like... It was actually when I went to Vietnam for the first time. And they were like... They all called me by Nhi Ha. Or they just called me Ha. Oh. And I was like, who are they talking to? <laughs> I was like, um... It felt so awkward for them to call me that. But then I was like, that is my name. But it just doesn't feel like you, though. I feel like... It, it didn't... Like, in my own... Like, me hearing it, I was like, they're not talking about me. <laughs> like, uh, but then, like, something about that, like, flicked on a switch. I was like, that is my name. Um, and then I... When I came back to the States, I started dating my now... Bo boyfriend then, but husband now. And he's also Vietnamese. And he, you know, one of the... 20 questions we played when we first were dating were like what's your middle name and i was like oh that oh um <laughs> it's and again growing up i just like resented the name didn't think it was pretty and he was like that's a really pretty name oh and if anyone knows my husband he's like not the most emotional man on earth so that's like a w that, Wish that, get one. that was like that was him being genuinely that like that's a pretty name and i was like is it I was just like your oh. eyes did the hearts. Well, not necessarily. I was just more surprised. I was like, "Oh, is it?" Like because you didn't perceive it as a. Yeah, I can see why. And I'm apparently, it uh, he translated it to sunset. Oh so, yeah, and oh, if I if that I was adorable. I googled it once, and it specifically is summer sunset, and I was born in the summer, so yeah. Okay. I mean, I do think your Vietnamese name is very beautiful, but I also feel like maybe it's one of those things that you just didn't quite grow into your name until you I, it was you felt like it was your time that you f felt fully ready to appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, and what's funny is like I still um tell people like like for example, like a lot of my cousins over there, they don't speak English. So, um I do go by Michelle, even though over there, right? But um, because they can't say Michelle, 
My nickname is Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, you'll just have like a five-year-old cousin just like running around. Give me sao oi, give me sao oi. Yeah, that's actually. So really I think that's cute in terms of that. But then, like in America, I was I I always had that weird affiliation with my middle name. Yeah. So that's my story. Wow. Michelle, I never knew that really? about you. Literally. Wow, how many years? Um, more than ten. Yeah. So. <laughs> She's got some secrets, girl. Yeah. In this podcast, it doesn't matter if people have been friends with each other for 10 years. Once we click, like, play, y'all will magically find out about things. Y'all All our know. secrets are getting Ooh. laid on the plate, <laughs> on the table. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I actually enjoy hearing these and the evolution of these because I hear a lot of stories. It never gets old for me to hear stories of other Asian people who have, like, ethnic sounding names or whatever uh because as i guess like i guess as visibly asian as i am um when i was younger i lived in charlotte north carolina and you know there were a lot of white kids and um and then i as i moved i became like the only Asian kid in uh, certain classes and that would be a thing that I would get like made fun of for so Mm. I do feel like I've had I've experienced a lot of things because I was Asian but the things that I never got to experience was like a relationship with my Vietnamese name because I don't have one and Mm. or like or like the lunchbox story i never experienced that not that i'm saying those are things that you have to experience but it's really nice to hear other asian people's uh experiences and journeys with the things that they were given um especially going through stuff like oh people can't pronounce my name i don't think i could go through that without hitting someone so i feel like the way you guys went through all of that and came to the conclusion of reclaiming, you know, y'all's Vietnamese names. I just think that's so beautiful, and I feel robbed. <laughs> On the uh, so sim, I have okay, I have a friend. His name is, his Vietnamese name is Tong, but he works at a restaurant in Chinatown. Oh, this can't be good. So <laughs> he tells the he literally greeted me at my table because like it was his first time meeting my husband, right? And so he was like. Hi y'all. My name is Tuan. And I literally stopped him and I was like, "Your name's not Tuan." <laughs> like and he's like mainland boy. Okay? Like he he he's not born here. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, "Your name is not Tuan." <laughs> like n- nobody calls you that. And he was like, "My manager says I have to say it that way." Wow. Mm. Wow. Hold on. And I was like, "That's ugly." Like, your name is Tong. <laughs> My thing is, the way that Western or American or white people want people to pronounce their names or whatever, the way they want them to pronounce them sounds uglier than what the name actually is. Twan? Yeah. And I was like, that is, that is, that's so disrespectful to your actual name. I... No. <laughs> that's not... Yeah, and so, you know, we talk a lot about assimilation. And so similarly, right, 
your mom probably named you autumn so that you could have a normal quote-unquote normal childhood right that is actually i mean so like again i'm not actually mad at her but she, she and i had a conversation about that i was like okay i like my name but why'd you name me like that and she, and she was just like other than the you know at first she went through the explanation of i had no idea what i wanted to name you until the last minute and then she was like but the one thing is she told me one of two things one she didn't want to give me the same american name that every other asian girl was getting like linda or whatever nothing against linda's it's just that's that's what she said Uh, and she was like she wanted to give me a name that i you just i guess you don't see many asian girls having Mm. and she thought it was symbolic and she also felt like um she gave me that name and she gave me that name with the intention that she was going to have me speak very fluent english so Mm. she wanted me to assimilate she did like teach me my culture and everything but she was like but outside of this house you're not like vietnamese just you know don't be super asian outside of this house Mm. and i'm like okay she said be white be autumn (laughs) assimilate to the max but then she said but when you come home you you better speak vietnamese Mm -hmm. but okay fun fact about it i guess the, I guess the closest thing that I have to a Vietnamese name is my mom doesn't call me Autumn. She named me Autumn, but she never, she doesn't, I know this. she doesn't say, like, if she refers to me, she's like, Gong Tham or like, Tham Mai, like, she just, you know, and she does this to my brother too. Has she ever called you like the full Autumn, even with an accent? She doesn't call me that, but if somebody, if uh, we like, when I was a kid and I went to go to doctor's appointments with her, they'd be like, oh, what's her name? She would say Autumn, but she's mm. never turned to me and was like, Autumn. She just called She would me. tell someone else yeah. that your name is Autumn. Like she, So she knows how to pronounce my name. It's just, she, you know, my name is just half of my name. In your name Vietnamese. is now Thumb. Yes, yeah. it's Thumb. <laughs> the A and the U is really not important. It's not the main character. It's really not. <laughs> It's just it's just the four letters. It's the last four letters. So that's the closest I have. What does she call Victor? Uh, the the. Oh. <laughs> that's what I mean. She like she's oh. never been like Victor. Just and... two of the six letters. Yeah, that's, that's all what we I'm need saying. here. That's what I'm saying. She's like she's like thumb the and in, in that accent she just she's never like maybe your mom is a pioneer and this is her way of being like reparations for like <laughs> the white people who get our names wrong. <laughs> Or she's like, I'm gonna put you. Yes, yes. Uh, and then I think about other people as well. So like my my dad coming over here, um, his name is Tan. His real name is Tan, but um, he didn't have his papers because he was a boat person. So oh, he wow. didn't he didn't have his papers coming over here. So when he came to America. This is not like word for word what happened, but basically how he explains it to me. He was like, I was next in line and they were like, pick a pick a name off this paper. And I just happened to pick like one of the first ones was Alan. And I was like, that's you were like on the spot, had to pick a name and you just happened to pick one of the first names. Like they do that. They they actually do that for if you're filling out your birthday, too. Like, if you yes. Just got- so my dad's birthday leak or legal birthday is not his actual birthday so his my dad's not the, the one on his id is september 9th but he was actually born on march 26th and we're 
and we thought that was hilarious because he didn't have his papers so so does he do that thing where he thinks he has two birthdays no he he doesn't think he acts like he literally makes everybody celebrate two of his birthdays i'm dead <laughs> he's he like, said, i'm an aries and a virgo <laughs> yes, literally he's like he's like what are you getting me for my september birthday what are you getting me for my march birthday <laughs> Yes, that is so bold of him to do that. I yeah. feel like honestly a power no. move. And then when you ask, and then when like especially if you're like an, a single older lady, he'll tell you his younger age because oh um, my god, because because uh, his 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 ID year is like sixty four, and I think his real year is sixty three or something like that. But anyways, enough about my dad. <laughs> I love this, but also I feel like I feel like. Every time we, I find out more about your dad, I'm just like, this is, this is. He's such a character. Yeah. <laughs> but, hmm, what can we take away from reclaiming our Asian names? Like, what can we tell our audience for like people that are maybe younger than us, or maybe maybe even people either the same age or older than us that don't go by their Asian names? So I think I will let you and Quang have the floor with this one, considering you guys, you know, probably have a lot more to offer for people who do struggle with things like that. But before that, I will say that though I wish that I had, like, I guess, a Vietnamese name to, like, refer to and have family members refer to me by, I will say that I do understand that having one and having that be your legal and first name and uh that's like you know and not an american name at all i understand that going through a journey like that in a world and in a country where people are mean and they might butcher and make fun of and mispronounce your name on purpose you know i understand that's a hard journey to go through and it's something that i probably i understand i probably will never fully get that so if you guys have anything to offer to people who do have names like that I, everyone would love to hear that i'm just gonna let you know right now every now and then i'm gonna call you mutu <laughs> thank you oh god <laughs> but anyways um so quang what is something you want people to get from you your not transitioning. That's not a weird. That's a weird word for it. <laughs> but, but like from you, I'm changing identities. <laughs> essentially, like you know, you as Q and you as Quang are essentially maybe have been two different identities. You know, so like hey Hannah. Oh God. <laughs> and the weave comes I off. Montana. <laughs> um. What do I feel like would be helpful for listeners who are in this predicament or know someone in this predicament? I think um, not to sound like a Hallmark like card, but like you just kind of have to understand how to accept yourself. Um, I think for me, it was understanding that I had to do that for myself as a as a gift to myself before I could ask other people to accept me for this decision. True. Um, and I was, I think in a way before I had come to this realization, right. Of like two worlds colliding, I need to pick a name. Um, I was almost waiting for someone else to accept one name 
And so I can be like, okay, great. Like someone made the decision for me. I don't have to make this hard decision. Mm-hmm. Um, of like, do I assimilate? Do I be myself? Like, what is the decision? And I think if you're really struggling about it, um, start unpacking that why. If you feel shame about it, start unpacking that shame. Oh my gosh. And then um, be kind to that inner child that yeah. is feeling shameful about this name that they were given. Yeah, I had to do that for sure. Right? Like, and be gentle with the inner child because like, they didn't understand the purpose of the name when they were a kid. They didn't have the tools and resources. But now as an adult, we can have this conversation with ourselves um, and really unpack that. And um, once you feel comfortable with your decision, tell the world. I mean, like, I, I went into the office the next day after I was like, I made this big social media post. Yes, I told her earlier. Oh my god! Yeah. It was... I thought it was. I, I saw the post. I thought it was powerful. Thank you. Yeah, I I made this big social media post, and my thought was like, oh fuck, how am I gonna tell people at work? Right. You and have to stick to this. Yeah. So I came into work that morning, and I like pulled my manager aside because I was like, I trusted her the most. I had a close relationship with her. And I was like, Deidre, like, what do I do? Because like, I have been telling people at this organization, it's, it's in my email signature even like, Oh wow. So like, how do I reclaim my name? And she's like, do whatever works for you. If you want to change your email signature to your full name, if you want to send out an email, if you want to wear a name tag, if you want to just like... <laughs> I don't know why I found that. Yeah, like funny. she literally was just like, I think what was the reason why it was hilarious to me looking back at it is because she's like, it's not that big of a deal. Mm. Like in my mind, it was a big deal because it was an internal battle yeah. to even get to a space where I could accept my name. Wow. But for her, it was just like, your name is your name. If you go by Q, you're still a beautiful human to me. If you go by Quang, you're still the same beautiful human because it's the qualities that matter. And like whatever journey you want to be on, whether that it's Quang or it's Q, like as long as you love yourself on that journey, just stay on that path. Um, she didn't say those exact words. She said a more professional, like managerial, like pep talk version of that. But that was also me realizing like the people in my life who also love me will be okay with whatever name I, I choose, whether it's work, friends, family, like at the end of the day, it's like you as a person they care about. Yeah. Like they just want you to be happy. And wow. if that's, Quang, then go by Quang. Mm. I like that. You talked about unpacking a lot, and I think that that's actually something that resonates with um, a lot of people, and especially me, because um, when you were talking about it, in my brain, I'm like, that's actually the first step to a lot of things. Like, um, a lot of people talk about how, um, there's this, there's actually this whole debate on, um, whether or not you can truly love someone else or not, unless you love yourself. That's a different topic, but I will say that 
there are people who are against self-love because they think it means that they don't deserve it. But I think that the way you explained it is very, you de- you deserve to accept yourself, mm-hmm. to feel at home in your body and in your name. With and the to name not, that you're given. Yeah, yeah. And, and to not feel like you have to water yourself down, make yourself more palatable or uh, anything and I, I honestly think that that's a very um, message that people need to hear. On my end is, I just wish, because I actually go by Michelle, I don't go by Nyaka. But for those who are similar like me, I, 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 I myself want to tell people nowadays that my middle name is right but then i also want whoever is struggling with that like own it because that is you (laughs) that is you um because like i don't i don't i really don't understand like other than me having the resentment towards my mom you know i don't know why i didn't like the my middle name and so, Maybe you were just literally being petty to your mom in one moment. Yeah, no, and that's that, not. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, and so like <laughs> maturing out of that is something I would just kind of recommend for everyone because, regardless of why my mom chose that name for me, at least I can have the relationship with that name myself, like loving that name myself, not just because my mom gave it to me. Because it's like a part of you and your identity. And exactly. Whatnot. And although I still sign my name, Mitan, that's just for legal purposes. Period. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I love your made-up Vietnamese middle name and your non-made-up one. They're both great. Thanks. I might name my daughter that or something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Spoiler alert. All right. Uh, um, wait, I guess... I- Wow, you guys like offered some powerful self-acceptance things, self-acceptance things, and the only thing I have to offer is my almost name was Mai. Mai. That's cute. You can legally change it to Mai if you want. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah, I mean, listen. No, no, no. I like like I know I really, really love my name and I'll still respond to Motua. I really will. I but but <laughs> I, I will. But it was one of those conversations I had with my mom. And yeah. she was like, I almost named you that. But then I just wanted to give you an American one. And I'm just like, okay. I feel robbed. That's so probably how you felt, huh? I just want to put it out there. Okay. It's Pride Month. If you yes. want to drag identity, I think you might have the first name figured out. <laughs> okay. Just going to say that. Yes. <laughs> I will let you know if I ever get into a drag identity. I don't know if I could pull it. Do you know what? I'll see. (laughs) I think you could own it. Speaking of Pride Month, I have yet... Like, don't get me wrong. We do have... What would I call you? A Pride representative. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But I've been meaning to get a guest for pride i know this topic this name topic isn't necessarily for pride but but it happens to be pride and yeah not all of us are cis straight people on this couch hey if you think about it we're like in 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 um how do you say like kind of levels to it i'm like completely cis 
and like straight and then you're like in the middle and then he's more far to the pride side than i'm just straight up gay <laughs> like <laughs> you can say that i mean i i try to not, i try to be sensitive when i talk about other people's whatever oh, you are so respectful i love that oh it's you know oh, what? i don't want to get it wrong i don't want to yeah. get it wrong so like everything i try to keep it neutral um like nowadays i don't say like how's your husband how's your wife i just say how's your you know how's partner. your how's your partner there you go yeah, like mm-hmm. literally i literally say stuff like that because i don't know anymore it's 2023 you know <laughs> i saw this twitter thread that said that that was somewhere on the lines of like terms like wife and husband we need to bring back the term lover and i'm like oh yes mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is very gender neutral and romantic yes like a lot of things click with me since i a lot of my clientele is women right i'm so used to asking oh like how's your kids and things like that but then like i asked the wrong person the wrong day Ooh. and i was like i was like how's your kids and she was like oh i don't want kids oh. <laughs> and i was like oh that's, that's okay that's, that's okay. fine i'll just control z my existence like right now <laughs> <laughs> literally but then like somewhere along later in that conversation i was like so are you married and she was like yeah and i was like okay cool like you know i just got married last year or whatever whatever how it, how it was in my time let's say i said last year and she was like yeah i got married to my wife 10 years ago and I was like, it like clicked in my brain. I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> like my whole brain at the moment was like, she like m- me just stereotyped her. She's getting her lashes done. She must be a housewife and <laughs> uh, like a housewife to like a rich man because I live, I mean, because I work in a rich neighborhood. Your right, that, that's your clientele. And like- then, but then I was like, oh, it was like, a, it was like a literally like a ding in my head. I was like. You're like queer people exist too, <laughs> and they get married, and they, get their lashes and they done, live in Katy. <laughs> oh, no, that's the thing that really—I I know that sounds so bad for me, but like I literally was like, queer women get their lashes done, <laughs> <laughs> and like you know, there's queer women that are like, um, well, they you know, they're more feminine, other women too. <laughs> and then there's more. I, I don't Listen, know, masculine, men right? can also get BBLs, oh, so. Yes. Yes, you know, yes, BBLs okay. are not like just something for women. But yeah, I was like super. Anyways, that's that's far off the tangent. But um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Quang, for being our guest. I got you on the on the <laughs> um. How do you say? It just happens to be Pride Month. <laughs> yes. Wow. All right. I enjoyed this energy. <laughs> Anything you are working on or that you want to promote, Quang? Um, no, unfortunately. <laughs> but if you want to follow me on the Instagrams, um, I think you guys will like. I'll tag it. Tag me. Yeah. Um, and then I also have an art page. So if you guys also want to see. Wait, you um, draw? <gasps> oh yes, Wait, ma'am. girl. I draw. I used I to be the art artist, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Wait, what? What did you? I said I used to be be his art dealer. Yeah, she did. She really did. Oh, we went to a lot of these. And booze. Yes, we used to do a lot of these shows where we like sell his art. Oh, oh my, my god! god. Yeah. We made so much money. Uh, we need to go back to doing that. We do. Oh. I just watched. Wait, hold on. Oh, I yeah. just watched The Glory. Did you watch The Glory? I have not. Okay, well, if you ever watched The Glory, there's this character. 
it's a bit of a spoiler but she's like she she loves drugs but she likes doing art okay that's just that's all i'm telling you about her but she sold like one of her pieces for like a house and i was like <laughs> i was like heck yeah i want that mm-hmm. <laughs> That must be some really good art. She sold it and it got her a house? Well, I'm saying a house as in the value of it probably would buy her a uh, house. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's a lot of money. for. And I was just like thinking like, damn, I, I could do that. Uh, I smell if, a side hustle coming back. If you guys get that hustle coming back up, I do hope that you sell your work for a house. Yes, yeah, so Quang's, <laughs> Quang's ats are Quango in the Congo. I'll tag that because it's probably a little harder to... It's a very clever username. And then his art page yeah. is Art of Quang. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. That's the one. Okay. The one and only. Yeah. All right. Um, how should we wrap up this episode? Uh, well, I'm only saying things that are coming to my brain. I loved this tea a lot. Yeah. It's very healthy. Oh my god, it was amazing. It's very warming because of the ginger. Mm-hmm. And I like to brew things. Like if I do brew tea, I try to brew it, like not from the packet. I like oh yeah, the like actual, the actual tea, tea uh-huh. flower leaves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what was this tea again? Honey, ginger, honey, chrysanthemum. Yes. <laughs> Why are you always saying like that? What? <laughs> 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 I memorized it. I asked just so I could see Autumn say it exactly like that again. (laughs) You know, chrysanthemum has a has a special place in my heart because whenever I go to a Chinese restaurant, this is what I order. And they charge you out the ass for it. Like they'll charge you like three dollars per person per cup. Oh no ma'am. But it's it's one of That is actually one of our upcoming podcast episode topics. Yes, probably not for Pride Month because we have one for next week already. But maybe in a future episode, we will talk about how people be taking the most basic concept of Asian culture and then like making a new restaurant and then rebranding and then like charging an arm and ass for a dish. <laughs> and you know what? That is why that topic will be saved for another time. But for now... Instead, we will be focusing on uplifting LGBTQ people this month. Yes. He draws and probably very, very well. Girl, I, girl, as soon as we end this live, I'll show you. <laughs> Thank right. you. Um, and I do want to mention before we sign off is I keep forgetting to tell people we have a submission form in our link tree. Tell so, us all your deepest secrets. Maybe maybe not your deepest secrets, but if you do have a story. So if you're Asian. So we, we like to keep our guests um, part of our mission, right? So if you're Asian and you have any story, sad, happy, successful, unsuccessful, we want to hear it. Um, we want to be your listeners. We want to be your ears um, because we know that a lot of Asian diaspora tend to like not tell even if they are successful they try to like not talk about their story because it's in a way it's shameful even even if it's successful sometimes it's too pompous to like say what your successes are right Uh, yeah it's one of those that oh wait i'm so oh you're fine and then even when if it's sad it's hard to reach out to people because um people in the asian community aren't really communicative so what were you trying to say? Oh, I wanted to add in that, like, like in the Asian community, we don't want to talk about if we're 
sad. But if we're successful and we talk about it, other Asians in our community will be like, well, that's kind of the bare minimum. Like you being successful, that's what you're supposed to do. It's yeah. who we are. We're supposed to do these things. Some of them, some, I know a lot of successful people that are even shy to tell their story as well. Um, they're just like, oh my god no this reminds me of how sometimes i feel accomplished when doing certain things but then i'll go in my mind and go like wait this isn't much i shouldn't boost it so hard and so i um we started this podcast so that we could share those stories so it doesn't matter if you're short tall dark light as long as you're Asian, you are allowed to make a story in our <laughs> in our um, There's room for submission. everybody in the Asian diaspora to yes. have a voice in this conversation. And we want to hear all the stories too because it, not only does that give us content to write on and talk about, um, but we also get a glimpse of what our audience kind of looks like in a sense. So there's yeah, that. There's only so much that I guess you and I could do just because it's not like we're spread out with other identities you know there's other parts of what it means to be asian and what it looks like i have been trying to get us into more aapi events um maybe trying to sponsor and or be sponsored by aapi events so maybe that's for future conversation oh yeah absolutely. but until i can actually get my hands in a community of a lot of asians this is my way of saying hey if you got a story cool story sad story whatever story i want to hear it so um it's in that link tree and uh, if you want to be a guest, there's a little part where you can leave your contact information and I'll reach out for you. And yeah, so that's all I wanted to go. And so for today, cheers to... Cheers to... um. Cheers to your names and everybody's names because actually, I don't remember who said it, but it is a quote about how there's so much power in a name. And although... I may not understand it uh, for people who do have like Vietnamese names. I will say that allowing somebody to butcher or mispronounce or say a shorter version of whatever they say is too complicated about your name, that's diluting the power in yourself and your identity. Yes. And you shouldn't let anybody do that to you. It is hard to deal with systemic racism and it is hard to just deal with people who are just straight up mean but no matter who you are you shouldn't let anyone take that power away from you or create an identity for you yeah and yeah. like you shouldn't create a separate di- digestible identity yeah if they can't digest it girl kick them out mm. exactly or they can go buy some pepto and like <laughs> figure it out figure it out like hey it's not my fault you have ibs (laughs) yep all right so we're gonna raise our glasses and then we're gonna say mop high by yo on the count of three so one two three mop high by yo all right And if you liked this episode, please share it with your friends, follow and rate us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to follow us on our socials, it's going to be at Cups of Anxiety, spelled A-N-X-I-E-T-E-A. Bye, y'all.